Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstarter Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, it is Monday, and I uh, apologize for our absence last week, but uh, everyone was a little worse for wear. Chase had pneumonia. Pneumonia. Yeah, Alex was uh, bruised and battered. And, <laughs> no, I was uh, bad. And uh, <clears throat> I've had a little walk in something, but it's not pneumonia, but... Uh, yeah, the voice is a little rusty. How, have you avoided illness, Anton, or did you get sick too? Oh, hell no. I got sick as soon as I got home from France. Like Wednesday, I was walking through the grocery store before <laughs> Thanksgiving, and I was like, whoa, dude, I don't feel good out of nowhere. And then that's how the rest of the week went, and then it uh, turned into a sick baby also. So oh, we're over no. it now, but yeah, you know, everybody's got it uh, mm. something somewhat, sometime lately. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, it's funny because the whole pneumonia thing, I got pneumonia when I punctured my lung because water Ooh. water got in my yeah. lungs. But like pneumonia, you only hear about pneumonia is like when old ass people get it. Yeah. And kills them off. But I haven't heard of someone young, but like you I got it? Asthmas. I think because even like my chick has right now whatever I had and it's not as bad with her. I think my asthma and then me being in the dirt living in Glen Helen for three days in the wind didn't help yeah. either. Because, uh, yeah, Megan, my daughter, has pneumonia now. That's true, yeah. I think she's going on two and a half weeks, three weeks maybe. Oof. Going back to the doctor today. Jesus. <clears throat> but anyhow, <laughs> I've heard so many stories now. We can get into talk, recap it on the, on the air. But uh, the uh, was was there a number associated with it, like 25th or I anything? think it was 20... 27th. No? Uh, 26, 26. 26. 26. Okay, so the Day in the Dirt Motocross Grand Prix presented by Fast House went off at Glen Helen. The uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday after Thanksgiving. I had FOMO. I was watching Instagram, checking it out. But, yeah. you know, had a cast on my hands, so I got to spend the weekend with my family in Vegas. Had a great old time, but... uh it sounds like I did miss out on a lot of fun stuff. I mean, where do we even start? It was one of the best weekends of my life, sick and all, dude. It was so, so fun. Uh, I This was the first year I actually did the whole thing and stayed at the track. Um, I've been there before to film, and I've, I raced one year, and I just stopped there for a couple of hours on Sunday. But, dude, being there and... and like, Immersed in it. Staying yeah, there dude, is a completely different un- experience. Unreal. Like... Uh, I had a lot of friends that, that were staying too. So every night I kind of ventured out of the, the area where all the vendors and people I knew from the industry were staying and went into the, the sketchy areas. And <laughs> dude, it was, it was unbelievable. Dude, how there. far from vendors row area was the, uh, the bonfire? The guys as were far as you can get. It was, they were camped at the corner by the truck track. Like really? that was the furthest, tr- <laughs> furthest point camp. Yeah, it was, they were using uh, folding tables as the ramp. So yeah, so we get there and they're they're stacking dirt bike stands, but two of the dirt bike stands had already been crushed, 
<laughs> so they found a boulder and they were using one one side had a boulder, but they had equal dirt bike stands and they were trying to make it level. It was actually it seemed somewhat responsible, except for the drunk guy that kept pouring more gas on the, fire. on the yeah. But other than that, they were like making sure it was it was somewhat level and not pointed at the crowd. But and was it a was it a regular folding table or was it the folding table that folds in half? It was, I think it was one of those, and it was already folded in half. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. so it was a little thicker. Oh, it was full. No, because if it was folded in half, it only it was short, like three, dude. It was short. It was stubby. It was like <laughs> three and a half foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did A Ray jump to fire? No, I didn't see him that night. I, did you stay Friday night? No, dude. I by that point, by that point, I was out of commission. <laughs> Friday, by you that were point, out of commission. I was. Early? Dude, oh well, no, not Friday. No, not Friday. Yeah, this was Friday dude, night, Saturday. Oh well, Saturday I was I was dead. Yeah, what I, what happened to you in the barn party? I looked to my left and you were gone all of a sudden. Oh, we we did we got out of the barn party. Good thing, or else we had pneumonia. But oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, it was just super crowded. We couldn't move, and we were like, yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just go hang out by the fire. So we went and hung out by the fire, hung out with Dahmer and them, and just. Yeah, just hung out. It was it was fun. Like uh, I had a lot of fun um, until I didn't. Obviously, I was in a lot of pain after I crashed. Dude, I don't know what it is. Like I don't know. I go there to have fun, whatever, you know, and then just still end up just eating shit down a freaking hill and just yeah. Dude, I still have a hematoma all the way down my side, swelling up, dude. Like my like my nuts are freaking bruised. Like everything, like my whole everything is just bruised. All right. So so what Black exactly? What happened? Because we talked after practice Friday, and you said there was a slight bog on the two-stroke. But then Saturday, I heard you a bike broke, and so you had to get on Big Wave Dave's bike, and that's where you crashed. Uh, yeah. So like a rock came up and hit a rock came up and hit my rotor, um, uh, and stunt GP. So I didn't have any front brake. So like I rode it for a couple laps, and then I ended up cleaning out this old guy on accident. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Nah, fuck it. And, uh, and so he's like, oh, it's the last lap, just hop on my bike, you know. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, <laughs> Wait, so it's the last so lap. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Just cruising. I don't know, dude, we're almost to the finish line, like, uh, the top of the REM hill, like, before you go back down, just the rear end, stepped out at the top. I jumped halfway down the damn hill, landed sideways, and just uh, high-sided the rest of the way down. Dude, I was like... You ever, you ever watch Hot Rod whenever he's like dancing in the trees and, <laughs> yeah. and doing all that, and then he just trips and eats shit and he can't stop falling? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how it was, man. Like, uh, dude, I hit so fucking hard and just tumbled my way all the way down that hill. I landed at the bottom. That hill was steep, hey, Ray, looking too. At that, looking at that body shot, I could tell that you either definitely jumped out on the asphalt or you hit the biggest, most sunbaked hill and then went tumbling oh, down yeah. that. Because that was full, like, West Coast road. It was, gra- it was pretty much bottom. gravel, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much gravel. Mm. So oh, those are the worst too. Those are the <sighs> worst. Well, no, it's like it's it was so high. it was like a kind of a high speed crash, and it was downhill. So like the first initial hit was bad, and then I bounced, and then dude, I'm like flipping, but I'm like in the air. I'm like, oh fuck, dude, this is gonna be a long crash. And then I hit the ground again, and then bounce again, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm in the air again. Boom! Like, and I finally like stopped and like bottom of the hill but it was like i was i kept carrying momentum there for a little bit how bad was the bike uh it wasn't too bad broke a couple things bent the bars sorry 
<laughs> okay, so I didn't really hear the story. Like, how did the whole 500 project pan out? Uh, I, know it looked so, I mean, legit. I kind of rushed it. I put it all together. Um, pretty much, it was running good on practice day, but um, I noticed it was leaking some antifreeze. So I pulled off, and then, like, it had like a bog to it. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. So I just pulled off. Um, it was kind of running a little hot because, like, it kind of ran out of. It, it was just running low on antifreeze because the one of the hoses was leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tightened that up. Dahmer helped me out on Saturday because I didn't find it until Saturday. And then, um, and then my compression release, uh, like I don't know, like something, something happened, and yeah, it just, it just made a noise, and I just shut it off and and just pushed it back. But oh, so you didn't, you didn't really blow it up? It just made a funny. No, sound. no, no. It's all it's all still good. It's all in one piece. I just need to thoroughly look over it a little bit better, and and uh, you know, yeah. Was that during Probably the race that it happened? Yeah, it was on the first lap. Figures, oh. but whatever. Were you ahead of the CR five hundred? No, I, mean, I just didn't. I just didn't want to blow it up. I didn't want to blow it up because like it's hard to get parts for that thing. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. think the CR five hundred made it to race day. No, it didn't. Didn't he blow up his CR in practice day or something? Who the oh, the O'Neill five hundred? Chris, yeah. Uh, no, he just broke. Uh, he just broke his subframe, but he went and took it to a, a welder local and and uh, got it welded. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you did you you raced with the open face helmet? <laughs> I did. Were I did stun GP with open face helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was I, scary. I seen A Ray take off and stun GP on his YZ40F with an open face. Oh <laughs> I was like, my oh god, god, dude! Oh, well, yeah, dude. Yo, but did it make those uh, every other lap refreshment breaks that much nicer because you didn't have to fumble <laughs> with a face mask? Well, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was good. But I did switch over to a normal helmet uh, with like two laps to go. Thank, thankfully. Thank God. And, oh, yeah. so you didn't crash with crash. the open face. Oof. <laughs> no, so that thing's that thing's still like brand new. I love that thing. So, how's the kit after the crash? No, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Did you only have one set? Uh, yeah, I only made only made one set. Oh. Dang, of the of the the old school old school kit. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I can find something. Hmm. Yeah, you know, for maybe I don't know, do a little, little five hundred shoot or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, we need, to make a, video. we need to make a video. I want to do a video on that bike, yeah. Oh, because, dude, the thing, it rips. Like, it runs really, really good. We got to figure out your front-end thing now that you gave my forks back. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that I'm thinking I might just need bearings. Bearings in the old, um, in the older um, spacers. I don't know. I'm waiting to hear back from a guy who's, who's doing sort of somewhat similar things to mm-hmm. his bike. So, we'll see. So that bike, did that bike have just really skinny upside downs on it, or was it conventionals? Um, or did you buy that bike? Had, no, I didn't buy the bike with the forks. I bought it. It had like, uh, dude, the forks that came on it were pretty much coming apart. Uh, yeah, but were they upside down or were they conventionals? Yeah, they were upside down. Yeah, they were upside down. <clears throat> hmm. Nothing. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they are. So who won the pro races? Yeah. The, uh, ooh, Heft. Heft got a couple, and then did Wageman just win the coup de gras, or he won something? Yep, Wageman won the coup de gras. Yeah. RJ or Robbie? Uh, RJ. 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 
Yeah. And then, I mean, dude, the the team race, Stun GP, I think everyone saw Ryder loop out off the start, but he made some passes through the pack after that, which was impressive. Cause he, he passed was, everyone back, right? Uh, maybe. Did he still win? No, I don't think he passed everyone. Dude, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was crazy because it happened right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, my God, this kid Dude. has a full season to race, and he's fucking, he's, he's out here looking it up like he's going up and the he hill. Was, but. He was stuck there for a minute. Like, Who was his teammate? RV? No, I think for that race it was uh... – Gosh, was it someone on I'm not sure who his teammate was. It was someone random because hmm. RV was teamed up with, like, Frankie or someone. It wasn't. I thought it was going to be RV and Ryder, which would have been a crazy team, but it wasn't yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, RV raced Dan the Dirt. Yeah. And then he raced this something weekend. Saturday. What was Saturday at going on? Today or yesterday? Yeah, two or, days sorry. ago. Was uh, that? Was that? That was uh, the Yamaha Invitational. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he actually he told me he was going to bring the motorhome home on Monday, clean it, and then bring the motorhome back on like Wednesday for the Yamaha thing. And stay out Glen Helen last weekend too. So uh-huh. yeah, he's just one with Glen Helen right now. <laughs> yeah, I was texting him last night and he goes, I'm so smoked, dude. Dude, I bet. Two weeks in a row. And he's all it's pretty fun. Too bad local racing doesn't pay better purses. I'd come out of retirement. <laughs> yeah. I know. He signs with Fast House and says, Oh, it's perfect because I only race sometimes and he yeah. races the both weekends right after. Yeah. So but, I was you know. I was trying to talk him into coming in today to do a show. Uh-huh. He goes, No, dude. I got to clean up from the last two weekends. I yeah. clean everything up. And I was like, well, just come down and bring the motorcycle and I'll make Dahmer go to the car wash and wash it while <laughs> we're doing a show. But he said uh, he was going to maybe enlist Dahmer to uh, be his motorhome driver. Oh, Dahmer would, dude. Yeah. I think that's his dream job. What is it called? A Prevo? No, Do I don't you? I don't know what, what RVs is called. Uh, it's nice, but it's not a Prevo. In my text. <laughs> Don't worry, Dahmer knows. Dahmer, yeah, Dahmer, knows. Dahmer knows. As soon as I pull he up, knows. Dahmer's like, "Oh, look at RVs." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> now it was cool seeing RV there, though. He had the kids there. They were doing oh, Ventana. It says. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, they were doing laps around the pits all day. It seemed like RV would just recruit some random friend to go take him riding all day. Oh, the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're nonstop. But uh, yeah, he dude he. He's so fast. It's so sick seeing him ride a 250F again, too. Yeah, right? So, so cool. <laughs> what else? Was there anything else cool there? Did anyone show up that was like kind of a surprise? Uh, I feel like Villapoto was mainly the surprise for everyone. Um, I don't know. I've seen Lars there. I thought that was pretty cool. Lars was there? Yeah, Lars was there oh, um, on the Honda. I've seen him at Stun GP uh, cruising around. Oh, I thought cool. that was cool. Um, uh, I don't know, like the, the, the typical like basketball squad, right? You had like Darren Durham there. You had, you know, Patrick Evans, like all those dudes. Um, uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really see anyone like too much out of the norm. So hey, Ray, I thought you were going to do the coup de gras. <laughs> I thought I was too. You were home before it started. Hey, I mean, yeah, I couldn't move. <laughs> dude, dude, I, dude, I don't, I don't know if you understand. Like I was, I was messed up. I wonder the... Uh, like, I've crashed, and, like, I've been sore, but, like, I haven't crashed and been that sore in a long time. <laughs> I wonder what the entry list was for Coup de Gras and how many people actually showed up. Because oh, everyone I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, what was it this year, an hour and 15? I don't... I was gone before they even... Yeah. yeah. Dude, I did it at L.A. County once, and it was two and a half hours. Wow. 
That's insane. Eric Kehoe had to go get an IV afterwards. That's horrible. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, anyhow, this week, today, this morning, actually, huh? Tell me what you did this morning, Alex. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, it was a field trip day for Mark and myself. We, uh, we, we had some, we got some gear out to the, the Honda test track for Dylan and, uh, made sure he was all good. All that. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Seeing was him, he just you know, testing a couple laps. or was it his, uh, uh, yeah, he was testing. Well, I mean, he, he just got here. So, I mean, he did some, he was doing some testing and, and stuff like that with the team and, and yeah, um, yeah, it was just, it was super cool. Uh, just sort of, you know, talk to David Eller a little bit. Um, super, super nice guy, super motivated, awesome, um, awesome dude. And they got a, they got a great squad over there. Yeah. We, we dropped the gear off to Dylan. He's super happy. Um, and, uh, it was, it was pretty much a smooth transition. You know, I think he gets kind of a bad rap, I guess, for, um, speaking his mind about things, but, uh, I like, I mean, like even Mark said, and myself was like, man, like that was, that was a smooth transition. It's easy to work with. Uh, it's a great dude, super nice. So yeah, we're, I mean, we're stoked. I mean, because I mean, he looks already really, really good on the bike, and and uh, yeah, I think I think you know, come January, I think he's going to be good. And is that team getting more support directly from Factory Honda? Um, I, I mean, I'm sure that they're going to you know share a little bit of knowledge, but for the most part, I believe. You know, the platform that Phoenix has with David Eller and, you know, with Keith, you know, the team manager and, you know, the sponsors that they do have, I think that they're, they they have a pretty solid program already. Mm-hmm. Hey, when, so. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll share parts, like, say, if he needs, like, a front brake, like, if he wants a factory brakes or, or something of that sort, I'm sure that, that that'll all be good. But for the most part, I think that they're, they're building their own uh, engine and, and doing all that stuff in house. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think is happening, too. Because um, he had said in an interview with Wygant that that was why he didn't want to ride with the Lawrences right away, was he didn't want it to seem like they were just going to give him all this Honda give-me support. He wanted to get it legit. Because, hmm. uh, I mean, the reason I asked about Honda's direct involvement is I hear he's going to the team intro that we're going to tomorrow night. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, because I remember when it, it, it first floated around uh, that he was going there, Lars was doing an interview with, oh, Mathis, and Lars had no idea. Mm. So that was kind of like, a, oh, then maybe Honda's not that involved if, if he, Lars has no idea about this deal. But maybe things have changed. Mm-hmm. So did you have to uh, go down there with a tape measure today, Alex, and measure <laughs> measure all of uh, Dylan's specifics? Uh, no, not really. I mean, he, he prefers our stock, our stock, uh, deal. I mean, he made it really, really, um, easy on us. That's what, you know, like, and, um, that's, I mean, we're like, okay, um, yeah, but he's like, no, no, (laughs) gear fits really good. It's like, you know, it's really durable. I really like it. Uh, you know, it fits really well. I was like, what, uh, did you take him some of the chest checkers? It was nice. We're, we're beyond beyond pumped to have Dylan enjoying did, the ride this year. Did you take him some chest pros? Um, I think he does have a chest pro, but I'm not sure if he's going to be running hours or, or what, because I think he's running one on the inside. Uh-huh. He's the yeah. outside guy. Yeah. He's the guy that made so, it. Yeah, I know, right? 
So he's yeah. so with someone like him, you you say he likes the stock fit and all that. So he's not in like a uh, say a prodigy pant with other graphics on it. He's just in like straight what you guys. Not at the party. moment. No, no. Okay. He's just in a standard stock one because all this happened like somewhat late, right? Yeah, so yeah. So I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's all it's all been pretty late. So we haven't. I mean, not not to say that stuff will happen in the future, but I mean, I think that. I mean, he's he's super happy with our with our stock fan right now, and he's he's just. Oh, and, and we jersey. have we we also dropped off a uh, one of our new MX performance vests, so it's pretty much like a wintertime vest that we have. Uh, it's freaking, it's pretty cool. It's, it just hit our it just hit the warehouses, so we. Um, it's like eighty degrees. We dropped some of those off for him. <laughs> as well, it's like a little zip up vest, dude. It's I like I like cool how the like a little uh, chilly morning. I like the O'Neill logo sublimated. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Is he a, he's you, not a goggle guy. You guys guy see the too, best right? too? Huh? What's that? He's not a goggle guy, right? He's not in blur. Just helmet jersey. Uh, no. Or jersey pant. Okay. No, he's just, he's just pant jersey. Okay. Glove. Glove, yeah. No. <laughs> no glove? No, just pant. No, just pant jersey. What kind of gloves what? is he wearing? Uh, I'm not sure. That's weird. <laughs> I'm sure. I think it's, it's like a. It's like a. Uh, I don't know. He has some, some deal with the. I think a French brand. No, it's not fist. It's something different. Oh. Is it? Is it five? Yeah, I, I think that. I think so. I think that's that's what they're they're running. Huh. That's weird. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Huh. For sure. So. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, the vest is cool, yeah, dude. Yeah. I wore it on my mountain bike yesterday. Yeah, you like it? It's good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I. I texted Mark. I go, is this some, well, because I thought it was a mountain bike vest, right? So I was like, hey, I got some input if it's not in full production. And he said it's in production, but it's a motocross vest. So I shut my mouth. Yeah. Vests are cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think it's, I don't know. I think it's a really cool vest. I like like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. It's like super stretchy and nice, like that four-way stretch. It's it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it'll do well. So you you guys were down all the way down here, but you didn't want to stay a couple hours and go to the, see Juju at the KTM intro. I'm gonna be with you, man. That drive and traffic and everything, and it's Monday and it's holiday rush. We we had to get back to the office. There's work to be done. All right, orders right. to get out. Hey, so when you, you know came by I mean? my house this morning and dropped off the bike, did you get your paperwork? Mm-hmm. I did. I'm looking did at you it make right sense now. Of it? I'm just. Yeah, and I on. guess yeah. I mean, pretty much the thing just has to be perfect. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I thought I was married, but I guess I'm not yet. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Hey, until you submit that form, you should go have some fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. <clears throat> Anton, I got a, uh, I got this letter from the Ventura County Court Clerk's desk or something, and it said your application for. Uh, you know, Alex Ray's marriage has been denied. There's like a beer stain on the paper or something. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, so now I have to pay like another seventy dollars. Gotta pay another seventy dollars, get it all redone and everything, send it back in. Like what? The they, hell? Are they gonna give you the beer stained one? Because that's the one you need to frame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, they sent it back to me. Yeah. Well, no, they yeah. they sent you a Xerox copy of it with a highlighter circle around the stain. Yeah. So what what do I 
do. I just go back to the clerk's office, reapply, refill it out. Yeah, just it just forge my signature on there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, that's what we'll do. All right, we're taking a break. We're back in a minute. All right. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's eksbrand.com. If you're on the West Coast and you're looking for a one-stop shop, you need to visit the guys at STR Motorsports formerly known as Shock Therapy Racing. With over 30 years of experience, your bike will be in great hands. Whether you're looking for a custom performance suspension revalve or just a basic rebuild, they've got you covered. STR also offers motor building services. Whether you need a stock engine rebuilt or a full-blown race motor, they're the place to go. Conveniently located in Wildemar, California, they're very close to Lake Elsinore and Paris Raceway. Additionally, they maintain a full stock of oils, tires, and tubes. They can get pretty much anything you need. Check them out at shocktherapysuspension.com. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their track site at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge Hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. 
And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstarter podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, so we had some racing happen this weekend. The uh, Kicker Arena Cross Series happened without Jason Lawrence. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Did, did Kyle Peters mop up again? Or I, I think Brees uh, was there beating everyone up for a bit, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, Brees got the second night. KP got the first night. Um, but, like, dude, really watching that, like, I see how it is be hard to beat Kyle Peters because they do the inverted start for the second race, and by the end of the second lap, he's always in the top three. Like, you know, he makes the passes that he needs to make. He always does a first good moto and then does what he has to do in the second one. So uh, he's got the championship lead, but it's kind of weird right now because they'll have their second race this weekend in Madison, Wisconsin, and then they won't have another race until that first weekend in January. And so these next two races are going to be interesting to see who sticks with the full series because like a lot of money to be made. That's a cool series between that one and the general tire arena cross series that runs through the Midwest. Like you're, you know, a fast, like guy that doesn't have a big team. You could go make a pretty good little living uh, doing that. So we'll see how these next few weeks go. But then some of the guys that were committed to racing to it uh, had some big injuries, like Anthony Rodriguez uh, looked like he got his shoulder knocked out of place, and then it was like a whole 10 laps before um, it got put back in. So, you know, that's not any good. So hopefully A-Rod's good. But, uh, yeah, it'll be a good series. Like, it was fun to watch two nights, and it's all streaming live on uh, Map TV or their website. Mm -hmm. Dude, Matt Burkeen's YouTube videos are amazing. (laughs) They're amazing. If you guys haven't seen it, go over to Matt Burkeen's freaking YouTube channel and watch. He has every single crash from the entire weekend. <laughs> How does he do dude, it? And there's a and lot it, of crashes. There's a lot of crashes, dude. I'm Is talking Indonesia from the stands on flips. <laughs> dude, it's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive that he manages to get all of them somehow. Why is he racing? Yeah, I mean, it's. He's an outdoor guy. I have no oh. idea. He'd, he'd rather just make the YouTube videos. Why not? Heck, you know? More Probably making more money. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So. So where do yeah. we think that J-Law might have finished? Uh, fourth. I don't even care, man. I, I, just, <laughs> I just wish I could have seen it. At this point, like, a 40-year-old man, like, no one's heard from him in the past, like, five years. Like, yeah. I thought he was supposed to get a bike from, like, PRMX or something. I thought I heard he was getting a bike after the Phoenix deal, and he was still showing up. Yeah, he said he had a personal sponsor of some sort. <sighs> Sucks. Who knows? He probably pissed him off, too. I don't know, man. It's it's just... Uh, hmm. Anton, you, know. you pick up your Yamaha yet? I did. I went and picked it up on uh, Saturday because I thought I was going to get to ride on Sunday at Archview. They had a prep practice ready to go for Sunday afternoon because it was going to be in the 50s, and then we got, like a quarter of an inch of rain overnight so that got scrapped so and then it's supposed to rain and snow this weekend so i think we might be done for the year no Um, i don't know (laughs) you got the bike all tuned up oh yeah dude it looks it looks sick because justin the guy that uh at route 15 cycles that's always done my stuff he put the race tech and jh2 fork stickers on there Mm. i mean they didn't insert they didn't revalve it or anything because i like the kyb stuff like it is but Shit, the stickers look so factory. I just looked at the bike in the garage for like 15 minutes. 
Oh, man. Well, what else? Oh, and I will say the race tech shock that was on my KX500 at, at Day in the Dirt before I pulled off, it was it was feeling nice. Yeah, nice. maybe you just need to take your forks well, out yeah, too, it's dude. Yeah, good. Like, and uh, I need to get the forks done. Yeah. You need to take the forks there and on the way back, swing by W and have them remedy your front axle woes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I need to figure it out. Huh. So the know. Prado news finally dropped busy. officially, right? Yeah, like dude. we we heard it a while ago. I had heard it, but I I heard, I was I was shot down from a from a really good source, so I thought it was just all fake baloney until that press release came out. Mm. But yeah, I was pretty surprised. I yeah. I'm surprised that's 450 class. Yeah. Well, he has to though because he's a he's the big bike world champion, so uh. he's automatically entered into that. But uh, so like, there's I'm no with there's no ridiculous. Yeah. You have to do futures or something. No. <laughs> If there, if they, hey, if they still had the Arena Cross series, he might have to show up in an Arena Cross racer too. Oh like, hey, God. man, we need some ticket sales. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't, I'm with you though, Chase, because like there for a while, I'm like, all right, well, this has got to happen. And then I never heard anything else about it. So maybe it wasn't. And, uh, to see that it's going to go down as big because, I mean, he's pretty open about everything. He, he's probably not going to keep racing the world championship forever. It's going to get kind of stale for him. Yeah. So he wants to be here as bad as he can be. Yeah. It'll be exciting for sure. How do you think it get, it goes guys? I mean, obviously we've seen uh, some footage here and there of him on supercross and he looks, he looks like a world champion on supercross. I mean, he looks fast AF, but uh, we all know practicing is a little different than racing. So wasn't he at first like skipping the whoops? Uh, he was hitting them backwards at first. But um, I think he they I think they've eventually got him doing them at the TLD tracks. I think those were maybe easier or something. But mm-hmm. I I've seen some videos of him hitting whoops. I already field fine, so mm-hmm. eventually he got into them. I don't know. I think I think I could see him around the top ten. Yeah, I would hope Duking so. It out. I mean, I hope so. I don't know. I just don't know what to expect. I guess. Mm. Definite lap sled. I mean, how good he is at a start. Yeah. Like, definite lap sled and, like, two or three there, you know. Uh, and, like, cool races for him to do. Obviously, Anaheim one's a big one. But then San Francisco, like, you get to go see the big city like that and that cool stadium. And then down to San Diego and, like, the ultimate SoCal football stadium race. Like, three three pretty good ones for him to pick. Mm-hmm. Have these, have these, where a GP guy comes over and does a, a short little schedule, have these ever, for Supercross, has it ever really worked out? Like, I remember Geyser had some gnarly get-offs, right? His never really. But I think those were just Monster Cups, maybe? No, no. Yeah, he just did Monster Cups. I mean, it's been a while, I think, since, like, legit big hype of somebody coming over. Like, maybe yeah. back in the GL days, okay. Chad, Tortelli. something like that. Like, huh? Yeah, for, like, a reigning world champion to come over, it's been a bit. Okay. You know what's going to be sad? Is that, like, the bulk of the people at Anaheim aren't going to know who he is. I know. <laughs> That's so weird. George. They'll just think Who's he's George? like the Mexican national champion. <laughs> Who's George? The yeah. Mexican national champion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got that. The Triumph bike is officially unveiled. Yeah. They sure uh, went big with the tech. Yeah. Like the, and the press release had all this stuff about dealers and clothes mm-hmm. and all this and that. Did you? Did any of you guys watch their uh, the GoPro video of their GP rider riding? Mm-hmm. Dude, 
on the sand track. It that thing sounds burly. It sounds gnarly. <laughs> yeah, it, it right. Was, it was pretty yeah. rad to watch. I'm excited. It sounds like they'll yeah, be out like here in said. spring or something. So, hmm. yeah. So speaking you know, of, Don, like you said, even too, like on the uh, press release and the technical stuff they were talking about having a part inventory that you can just order on your telephone and then have it shipped to your house. Like you can go to the dealer. That's great. But here's what we have for the bike and we'll ship it right to you too. I don't mm -hmm. think anybody's doing that. Yeah. I wonder how dealers feel about that though. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right, huh? <laughs> and I mean, then dealers don't have to carry. I mean, they just got to carry the bike, right? They don't have to carry a bunch of parts and inventory in the back. Just yeah, but that's where they that's make their they money. Make, yeah. Service. But then, like it, it is pretty cool though to see all the uh, part category, like part numbers that are going to get added from like an, a Kropovic exhaust, extra stuff, KYB stuff. Like that's a lot of new things to add into the catalog too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. We got an email from our pal Sean Brennan today. Huh? Yeah, he wants us to talk about the Lawrence Brothers VIP experience at Supercross. That's so, cool. So, yeah, Fo, did you get that press release, Anton? I didn't. I had just heard about it, though. Yeah, so I think you can uh, hang with the Lawrences on Friday, like during, uh, I guess, press, press day, day and yeah. getting, getting set up at the track. And then there's a separate experience similar to the ones that they do with Troy Lee and Star, et cetera. Uh, so you can hang out with them on Saturday at the races. So, wow. I don't know. Dude, there's some fans with some money. Yeah. Because I went to that, the website is feldexperiences.com. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize, like, you know, like when we're down on the floor shooting and you see the, the herd of people come through and everything. I didn't <laughs> realize, like, I, I've always just seen that. I don't know. There's some guests of Feld or whatever, but it's like, those are all paid experiences. Yeah, those are the people that come in the press box and eat, steal our pizza and stuff. That's all those guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's like $2,000 for one of those, like a Troy Lee experience or yeah. Lawrence Brothers or Star Racing. And then, but the I think the Lawrences are the only ones that have it on Friday and that's $750. Okay. But dude, there's fans that are like diehard. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Can you imagine if that was something offered for like, at an NFL game or something. That's yeah. was pretty nuts. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, we missed the boat on that last year, eh, Ray? We could have had Alex Ray fan experience. Didn't you have a team that did that, eh, Ray? Yeah, there was a team that did that, that <laughs> tried to do it that I was on, but it didn't really work out too well. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, you know, I think that would have been super, super cool. Like, uh, have a day with, with Sketchy or something. Like, I don't know, Sketchy day with eh, Ray. <laughs> speaking of that dude i found my gopro in my van this weekend that uh you wore at the shootout i kind of forgot oh, yeah? i forgot about it yeah so i uh i was whipped together a six bikes one lap video and it should be live right now oh nice heck uh, yeah and you know what your, your loop out on the gas gas didn't look that bad you just you screamed. it really didn't it really didn't on video either it felt worse it felt huh? bad <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. It felt it felt like I was about to die. So, so. Uh, I got my cast off last week on Tuesday and had no mobility in my wrist or thumb, but it's all come along quite a ways. Dr. Baum told me to be mellow for like three, four weeks. So man, I'm like really, really looking forward to trying that KX four fifty. Yeah, I bet. 
So <laughs> I think I'm going to ride it day after Christmas. Like it'll be my Christmas present to get oh. back on a dirt bike. But uh, in the meantime, just pedaling a lot. Uh, Mike at Roy sent me home with a Crestline e-bike. I've seen those. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. It's like a boutique brand. They only make a few hundred every year. Yeah, I see them a lot at Greer. Yeah. And dude, the bike has a Bosch e-bike motor mm-hmm. in it. And there's like five, four or five settings. But one of the settings is auto, right? It's the best e-bike experience I've ever had. Like auto. So auto, right? It's like, you know, like normally you get out of an e-bike what what you're going to get out of the mode. Like eco, no matter how hard you push, you're going to get barely anything. Yeah. Trail. But then, so like, you know, like turbo can get you in trouble, like that tight switch back at Greer. Yeah, because it sticks. Because it gets sticks wide open. Yeah. <laughs> but the auto, like, it, it, the harder you push, the more it gives you. So if you're being mellow, it doesn't do that lurchy thing, you know? That sounds nice. So I rode it uh, yesterday at the JPL El Prieto Trail. Mm-hmm. And coming down, it was sick. But, that sounds rad. But yeah. How um, long do you think till you're going to start going on mountain bike rides again? Like gnarly ones. Uh, like I'm jumping be- and stuff. Are you going to moto before that? Or are you going to do that before moto? I'll do that before moto, but I'm not going to send anything for a couple of weeks at least. Okay, good. Because I mean, I broke my hand again the day after yeah. Japan because I rode my mountain bike. So yeah, maybe good. <laughs> but I don't know. So tonight we have a Red Bull KTM intro. We get to see Chase Sexton ride for the first time in person. Uh, tomorrow we have the Honda team intro slash dinner in Torrance. And Wednesday, we're back at Pira Group to have the Husqvarna team unveiled to us. So we still are going to have a Cowie intro, probably. Do they ever? I was thinking about this. They never do one, do they? Yeah. I've never been to a Cowie intro. Well, it's kind of like an employee's thing. Ah. But I've been to it before. So the gas gas one happened while we were somewhere. Yeah, we were in Japan. Yeah. And And then, then so there's a Yamaha one on the horizon, I'm sure. They do one too? I've never been to Yamaha one either. Dude, there's intros for everything. (laughs) Like, I'm surprised, like, there hasn't been a new, like, boot intro or something. I'm sure there's going to be something for Triumph too, I imagine. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The next month is going to go in the blink of an eye. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. This whole off-season has gone within the blink of an eye. It wasn't much of an off-season, right? It's insane. Yeah. It's nuts how fast time is flying i mean dude it's anaheim one is almost here mm-hmm. yeah yeah Whew. on uh saturday i went out to fox raceway for a little bit for the kirk Silly ride day mm. to do some stuff with gary sutherland but um dude it was so packed and i got to see like two laps of a ray's marvin Muskan on his 125 he was ripping and then he disappeared. I think he was doing something for KTM with like the kids learning to ride. They do they have like another new e bike. It's even it's like yeah, a, it's a, a faster one, right? type deal or something. Oh, yeah. Really? It's super small. Yeah. Oh no no no. It's, I thought they have a sixty five CC e bike now. Oh they might. There was like some little, little tiny one that they had like preemies on it looked like it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, dude, it was I that's Probably the third year I've gone to that event in a row, and this year's was definitely the biggest one I've ever seen. It was, I could not believe how many people were at the track. 
And there's a new big jump at Fox. There's a new big jump at Fox. Yep. I didn't see anyone. I still haven't seen anyone do it in person. But who was that? Uh, Marshall oh, yeah. Welton did it like last week. And Have you on seen Instagram. that? Hey, Ray? Yeah, I've seen it. This thing looks huge, right? Yeah. No, dude, it's looks massive. It's like a big tabletop, though. Yeah. Yeah. None of the off road guys would do it Saturday, but I was trying to get Haker to do it, but he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, we got to get this put together and get to the KTM thing. So. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, oh, shout out Pro Taper ACF bars. They did not bend on my asphalt spin. Oh. They didn't. But you wrote Perfect your grip straight. though, right? Oh, yeah. All right. That's okay. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.